0: So where do you even begin to put the shovel in the ground on a total rebranding and a logo change?
1: It's a long process, as you can imagine. You know, we started this about two and a half years ago. And when we talked to our ownership group, Mark Antanasio, about possibly redesigning our uniforms, we, we expanded that to looking at the entire identity system, you know, the, the uniforms, the logo, the secondary logos, the mascots, the colors. And we enlisted a design firm, uh, Rare Design, out of Mississippi. Uh, A guy who runs that shop, Rodney Richardson, who's got a background from Nike and doing design work for a lot of NBA teams. And we decided to bring him in to sort of do an entire deep, deep dive into our whole system. A lot of meetings with ownership with our retail people with our communications people with our marketing team uh, and other stakeholders internally and with ownership and you know two years later we we finally are in a place where we went through all the Major League Baseball approval processes a lot of fabrication and we've now got the identity system and we're excited that we've rolled it out and obviously hoping for a great fan reaction.
0: So this just wasn't Mark Atanasio sitting in his office one day going hey change that out.
1: No, Mark said he wanted to really explore and start at ground zero, if you will. So he didn't want us to have preconceived notions of what we might have wanted to do. Obviously, the ball and glove is the iconic logo, and we always knew that was going to be an element a key element, if you will, of our system. Uh, but it wasn't an edict from Mark that it become our primary logo. It was really part of the system. Rodney Richardson, our, our head of design, uh, really was the one who ultimately said, listen, at the end of the day, when we do all the exploratory research and we figure out what the brewers stand for, the heritage, the heart, the hustle of the team, the ball-and-glove logo is really the iconic measurement of all that. It embodies everything great about the Brewers. And he said, let's do some things with it. Let's keep the heritage. Let's respect it. But let's maybe update it and do some things. And we did some modest revisions. Again, from the naked eye, it looks very similar, and that was intentional. But with the entirety of the identity system, I think fans will notice there's, there's obviously a big change.
0: Yeah, tell us about the, the changes and why they're there. Yeah, well, in the ball and glove, first of
1: all, uh, we went from the Royal Blue and Yellow to now the Brewers' Navy Blue and Yellow. We connected the M&B. Some people might not realize that the, the old ball and glove, the M&B, were not connected. We connected those. We centered the baseball in the middle of the glove, if you will, in the B. And instead of one stitch... That a lot of people thought looked like a tennis ball we now have two stitches which sort of reflects that it looks like a baseball and we sort of uh, tweaked a little bit of the the glove part of the of the m just to make it look more like a mitt and I think, again, those are subtle changes, and again, from a distance, you probably don't notice it, but if you look closer and you compare it side-by-side, side, you'll see the differences. In the primary logo, we also brought in a royal blue circle, sort of a you know tribute to the royal blue heritage, uh, and that's the primary logo. And obviously, the uniforms have changed a lot. We've done the uh, cream color, which our home, classic primary home uniform, with an industrial font, a brewer's industrial font, which is sort of a classic you know fit for Milwaukee, a gritty, hard-working blue. Blue color kind of font and the cream color is, is emblematic of our cream city brick which is you know part of Milwaukee's architectural heritage uh, we've got patches on the different uniforms uh, state of Wisconsin with bricks again the the homage to the cream city brick with a little ball signifying southeastern Wisconsin our home we've got uh, uh, a ball with wheat stitches, again, a reflection of our 20,000 to 20, 2020 logo. Uh, and, and again, we updated a little bit of Barrel Man. We changed the colors, made Barrel Man a little edgier um, and a little less cartoon-like. But uh, again, you know, respected these great brands, re- great great logos, modernized them, new font, new identity system. And, and again, we're very pleased. But again the, the verdict of the fans
0: is what counts being someone who remembers barrelman when he was new to the franchise i mean not like the original minor league brewers but when the team first came here in 1970 yeah i, I like the new look the little uh, attitude that he's got like the kids can play look like he's really happy with his launch angle on that swing
1: yeah no i think there's there's some subtle differences but again it was it was a process of many many hours of, of work and thought and design you know, so even very subtle changes to barrelman and the the primary logo were a reflection of hundreds of hours of design work and thinking and modeling and wondering and consternation and are we doing the right thing and ultimately you know the process worked and it was very deliberative very time consuming but ultimately very rewarding.
0: It would be impolitic to ask about cost, but I would imagine something like this is not taken on cheaply. Because not only do you have to come up with the new designs, you also have to scrap everything else that you had, or at least put it on sale at greatly reduced prices. Whatever the case may be, this isn't a cheap undertaking.
1: No, it's it's actually quite expensive. And, and the way we sort of rationalize it is is something, you know, you do once a generation. And you know, when Mark bought the team in, in 2005, we did not change the logos. A lot of ownership groups do that when they come in, uh, and after. 20 years with the with the logo, and the 50th anniversary of the Brewers, and the 50th anniversary of Mark's ownership. The convergence of a lot of great brewers milestones made sense to do it for 2020 and the way i justify the, the the high price is you know we're going to you know amortize these costs over decades so if you look at it that way it's it's a great investment and again from our perspective you know nothing is more important than our brand and you invest in your brand and so a lot of the old signage and a lot of the old materials and all the old retail yes that's going to be gone and there are costs associated with it but we think it's worth it
0: There are some good memories, though, with your past. Look, that's when the move to Miller Park happened. That's when the new generation of winning occurred. It's not a logo I think your fans are going to look back on and go, oh, that was a dreadful time.
1: No, I think that's right. I think we have a lot of great memories and and a lot of great stories and a lot of great careers by Brewers players from, you know, 2000 to 2019 that are obviously going to be part of our heritage, and we're not going to forget that at all. And, and, you know, I suspect down the road there will be, you know, throwback days where where, where we will. Well will will the, uh, we'll the um, wear the um, the old uniform um, and there's a place for it just as there's a place for for the uniforms of the past and what we tried to do is bring in some of those elements so the the wheat patch if you will has elements from our logo from 2020 to 2019 Um, you know we we have a royal blue circle to emblematic of the 70s we've got the pinstripes in our alternate home uniform which reflects the 1989 version of the brewer's jersey so we tried to bring in a lot of things from the past and merge them together in this identity system and have everything harmonized and it takes time, and it takes a lot of work to do it, but again, I think, I think we did well, and, and again, we're excited to bring all those elements together.
0: And that original MB, that was the beginning of the good times. I mean, the, the joy of the team coming here uh, had faded by the time you changed into that look because there were no winning seasons. Things were kind of grim around then, but 1978, the new logo comes out, and again, the winning began.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the, you know, the fortuity of bringing a new identity system when the team starts performing Uh, I don't think that was something that they necessarily planned, but it was certainly a great convergence of offense. And here, we're coming off two areas where we're in the postseason, and we think we're right in the sweet spot of highly competitive baseball. So uh, we're not asking the new logo and uniforms to propel us. We think we're already in a good spot. We obviously want to get to the next level in the postseason and play deep in October. Um, And I think this uniform will look great if it's portrayed in national television in late October in the World Series.
0: Seems like nothing happens, though, without research and and, uh, questionnaires and such did you actually go out to the fan base and say what do you like best and go from there or was this something that just was truly organic within the organization where you said let's do the M&B again
1: Well, we were fortunate that we didn't have to do the kind of survey work that you're describing because we brought in the old ball and glove as part of a uniform in 2006. And we knew from that moment that our fans really embraced the ball and glove. So again, when the fans are telling you something clearly and loudly, you better listen to them. And one thing we knew is they love the ball and glove. So we felt like we had a good sense of the pulse of our fan base. And we knew they'd be excited to bring back this as the primary logo. And, And sure, we took a little bit of a risk with maybe some tweaking to it. But I think, if the fans look at it, they're going to be excited for the very modest changes we did do. And again, it's part of a larger identity and uniform system. So if fans are saying, well, we should have kept true to the ball and glove, I would say we really tried to do that, and I think we succeeded. For other fans saying they wanted something fresh and new, I would say look at our uniforms, look at our secondary logos. We did a lot of fresh and new there, too. So I think we tried to appeal to the vast opinions of our fans, all of them which are worthy, and I think we created a a system that I think will appeal to a lot of people.
0: This is the first time you've changed your look in the internet era, and I know how hard teams, plural, try to keep these things quiet. It's like the H-bomb secret, yet leaks still get out. That's got to be frustrating.
1: Well, it is, except, you know, the way I look at it is, uh, you know, you control the things you can control, and we actually were very deliberate and very careful about who was aware of the system, who was able to view the system, uh, what partners that we decided to bring in. Obviously, you have to bring in design partners. You have to bring in the Major League Baseball licensees, and I would say for the most part, we were successful in keeping this under wraps. Again, we knew that things were going to leak, and from my perspective, um, again, you know, this is, we're in the entertainment business it's okay if things get out this is not national security this is not something that if it does leak it's going to cause any harm to anybody um, so if, it, if you get a few bites of the apple, if you will, from the media and you get a lot of people talking about it, it's not necessarily a bad thing.
0: Your timing is impeccable. It just happens to be the holiday season, too. I would imagine that uh, all of this will be available just in time for Santa.
1: Absolutely. Well, we're, you know, we're excited because we did a little bit of renovation of our team store and a, a convergence of that on being open tonight for the, the, the logo launch. And the store will be open with all new gear. And again, our retail people have done a tremendous job in making sure that we've got a huge selection of new stuff. And uh, I'm excited again to see the reaction from fans But I've I've obviously sampled and seen a lot of the new gear And it looks great um, I'm going to be more excited to see the players on March 26 wearing the uniform as they start for
0: opening day. I was going to say, when do they actually get revealed? Are you going to wear the old look through spring training, or does it come out then?
1: No, we'll have the new look in spring training, and then obviously for our fans in Milwaukee, for many of them, the first time they'll see the players actually wearing it live will be you know for opening day on March 26.
0: And there's a magic about that, too. I mean, it's great to see the prototypes and all that, but once it's actually on the field, and you know, hopefully, too, it... It, anything looks better when you're winning, but this is a look that you have to see in action first before you can really judge it.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we're excited to get, you know, images, you know, vi- video and still images of our players in action wearing the new uniform because, as you can imagine, a lot of our marketing materials, a lot of our promotional materials involve player action, and that's one thing we, we're sort of missing. So we're excited to see them in uniform, obviously, because that means we're playing baseball and they're wearing it, but it also gives us an opportunity to to capture images that we can use for all of our marketing, and advertising, and promotional materials.
0: You guys are known for your special days, too, by Saros and ethnic days and such special uniforms. Are those sorts of things still going to happen in the new season, or is it strictly going to be about the new look?
1: No, absolutely. Those heritage days will remain. They're, they're really a big deal for us, and they're important. And obviously, the Milwaukee Bears uh, uniform and the Saros, yes, those will be part of our uh 2020 and beyond and again we've got you know celebrating our 50th anniversary next year so we have a lot of themes associated with that a lot of fun things coming up that we'll be announcing but it's it's again it's the 50th anniversary it's in the uniform it's the 20th year of the ballpark uh and hopefully a a very exciting team in the field as well
0: so was there one person maybe an owner by the name of mark who had final say that uh, ultimately said yeah i like this let's go with it or was it a group think what was it
1: No, I think Mark and Debbie Antanasio ultimately uh, were the ones with the final say, but what what was key is is Mark and Debbie were involved from the very beginning. So we had several meetings, both in Milwaukee and in Los Angeles, uh, looking at everything. And and Mark and Debbie were highly involved to the point where we're actually looking at different color palettes. And I will tell you, there are many, many shades of blue (laughs) and many, many shades of yellow. And you can spend hours looking at all the subtle variations, how they look in shade, how they look in sun how they look at certain times during certain hours of the sun so we we did all that and mark and debbie were invested both in time and commitment and energy and ultimately uh i think you know we all sort of you know had an ah moment if you will when when we saw the final look and i think individually and collectively we said i think we've nailed it and again the verdict will be from our fans, but I think uh, we're very excited to launch this and show this to them, and I think they're going to embrace it.
0: Have you run this by the players, Yelich, Braun, any of the guys?
1: Yes, and the players, uh, some of the players have seen it, and obviously we've got you know four of our our players uh, tonight showcasing it, and the earlier turns are very positive. They're very excited. Um, you know, again, they they understand in Milwaukee what the ball and glove means. And they respect it, and obviously they're familiar with it, and the identity system they were wearing for the past 10 years included a ball and glove version. So it's, you know, for some of them, it's not going to be a dramatic change. I think the cream is different, and they like it. And again, I think they they felt like we did that, you know, with all the convergence of the great milestones coming in 2020, it was time to change the identity system and the uniforms.
0: How soon can the fans get their hands on this stuff?
1: Oh, it's November 18 today, so they can literally come to the store. Store will be open late tonight, and we expect uh, fans to be excited to come in and see what we've got to sell.